Kava's successful IPO sent a shockwave throughout the equity capital markets. Despite this success, the question is, what signals did this performance send to the broader markets, and how has that sentiment evolved since? Welcome to Le Chiffre's Inside the Street. Now, I'm joined by my co-host today, Mickey Finella. Now It's been a month since Kava's initial public offering, and we wanted to take a deeper look into the mechanics behind their offering as well as the market's reaction to it. Before we jump into the Kava IPO rationale, performance, and outlook for the broader IPO market, I just wanted to start with an overview of IPOs for our listeners. Mickey, I guess you could kick us off here. Could you sort of just explain why a company would want to go public and the processes associated with going public? Sure thing. I think this is a great place to start for this episode, Rob. An IPO, or initial public offering, is the first time a company is offering its stock to the public. This means a previously private company will now trade its stock on a public exchange, such as the NASDAQ or New York Stock Exchange. The company will typically hire an investment bank in order to advise the company on going public, which usually means marketing the offering, determining valuation and pricing, picking a date, and gauging demand for the offering. As for rationale, I would say the biggest reasons a company would want to go public is to 1. Raise capital, 2. Provide liquidity for existing shareholders, and 3. Provide the opportunity to use their outstanding shares as a currency. So if we look at it from an acquisition standpoint, you'll often see public companies using their stock to buy other companies. So when you look at a company like Kava, sort of more consumer, well-known brand that was initially private, Aside from the general advantages of going public, what do you think are some of the advantages and rationale behind Kava's IPO, and what were some of the big risks prior to the offering? In the case of Kava, their main use of funds was to open new locations and possibly pay down some loans to clean up their capital structure. Their restaurant count grew at almost a 50% CAGR in the last six years, which was well above Sweetgreen's near 30% CAGR in the same time frame leading up to their IPO. I think this is a very constructive thing, but in the face of economic headwinds, will they be able to keep this pace up? I don't think so. I honestly think the IPO is timed as a more of now is better than later strategy. They wanted to secure financing to be able to fend off the headwinds, but that's just my personal opinion. If you look at the way they invested capital to their restaurant openings, they first acquired Zoe's Kitchen in 2018 and then converted all of those locations into Kava locations, which was a very cheap option for them. But there's obviously only so many Zoe's Kitchen locations, right? So that cheaper option is coming to an end. And as they have more expensive upfront capital costs, I think that's really going to slow them down. And they even stated that in their S1 filing that they expect higher costs associated with opening restaurants. And so I see that as the biggest risk going forward. And going off that point, generally speaking, when you're raising capital, especially equity capital, there's certainly risk involved. There's successful IPOs and unsuccessful IPOs. And there's a lot of factors that have to sort of work together to make an IPO successful. And I wanted to highlight here that the IPO market as a whole has seemed sort of quiet over the past several months to a year or so. 
there there wasn't a lot of hope in it and there weren't many companies or big buzz public offerings that gave investors hope with that market. But I would argue that this particular offering was sort of a reassurance to investors about the state of the IPO market. You're going to see a lot more companies considering going public a lot heavier than they were prior to the Kava IPO. Yeah, I I definitely agree. And I kind of want to hear your initial thoughts on the Kava IPO, especially when they went public at a higher valuation than expected. Obviously, the headline was that the stock soared over 100% in its debut, but it seems that we're at an inflection point here where the company needed this next step in terms of recognition and funding to continue growth, even though they still have yet to turn a profit. Well, I think it was definitely management projections of expanding to a thousand new restaurants by the end of 2032, whereas they only had, what, 260 locations as of Q1. But given your point about the CapEx associated with these openings, I think this was overlooked by investors and the hype around the stock was able to bump sentiment a little bit. But looking at some other metrics, their use of operating leverage is spotless. Restaurant level margin was 25% in Q1 of 23 compared with Chipotle's 25.6 in that quarter. And going back to Chipotle's IPO, Actually having the same offer price as Kava of $22, the stock sits around $2,050 a share today and has certainly proved to provide strong returns. Exactly. And, and the question now is, will they be like Chipotle, which has obviously been a very compelling investment, or will they be more like Sweetgreen? So what do you think kind of led to the well-perceived offering from the public markets? I think one thing is investors saw strong pricing initially, but it's important to remember before the IPO, you had three big mutual funds heavily invested already, making up a big portion of the funds. You also had crossover investors who were also invested prior to the offering. So I I would say it didn't leave as much room for the general public to experience those returns. So you saw a lot of the general investors get in the stock around high 30s and low 40s even. So it'll definitely be interesting to see how long it takes for the stock to sort of settle down post-IPO and get down closer to its true intrinsic value. So what's your outlook for Kava then, Rob? Because in my opinion, I see these more expensive upfront CapEx costs for restaurant openings really slowing their pace down. And I don't think investors are going to take that lightly. Do I see Kava being a stock like Chipotle? No. But do I see them performing better than Sweetgreen? Yes. I like their robust offerings. I like their branding. I think it resides well within consumer sentiment, shifting to more healthier options. And I think there's going to be some big opportunities for them down the road. It just depends on whether they will have the resources to capitalize on those opportunities. Look, I think the IPO is very successful. A lot of buzz in the markets, investment bankers in the Equity capital markets groups are certainly getting a lot more phone calls following that offering, but in terms of valuation, something I wanted to bring up was a very close comp to Kava, which I'm sure we've all heard of, Sweetgreen. Now, they went public around two years ago, and we saw a very similar trend at the offering date. Well-known consumer brand that sort of represents a more upscale franchise in the food industry, but also offering very similar products as Kava. Now, my opinion, especially in this market, I don't believe Kava's stock price will stay where it is following the offering. I think 
there should be a debate regarding the likelihood of this stock being higher than its initial offering price of $22 a year from now. But like I said, it's only a matter of time before the stock moves back down lower than the levels that the general public was able to purchase their shares at. But with that, I highly encourage you all to take a look at some of the reports we've put out on LinkedIn. You can also find them on our website, LaChiffrePartners.com. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe and download the podcast and follow the company LinkedIn page to stay up to date with all of our latest market commentary. We'll see you all next week. Thanks a lot. This material is published solely for informational purposes and may not be copied or recreated in any way. This podcast is not an offer to buy or sell any investment products and takes no liability for being incorrect about events that may occur within the markets. Remember that the financial markets are subject to change and past performance is not an indicator of future results. It is important to conduct your own research and carefully evaluate any financial decision prior to acting on it.